Good afternoon, friends. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin. And this week, Detroit, I am coming to see you. Digital Summit on Thursday at the Greek Town Casino. I will be part of a panel discussion called The Intern, The Ad, and The Agency, which sounds a lot like a C.S. Lewis novel. But uh, we'll be talking about who should be running your social, how much should you be spending, what are the changes with the Facebook algorithm, all of that stuff. Uh, it's a great panel. I cannot wait to do that. I think... There are still tickets available to that. I will link it up here in the show notes if you want to check that out. And then next week, and I know there are tickets available for this, I will be in Flint talking about how to turn your customers into advocates. So the idea of repeat customers, we'll be talking about that at uh, the MLive offices in Flint with the Flint and Genesee Chamber of Commerce. So excited to do that. Tickets still available on Eventbrite if you want to check that out. Okay. We have started bringing the podcast back because I've been producing a lot more content. And one of the things I was hearing from you is that you're consuming the videos while you're driving. So you turn on Facebook and then you let your Bluetooth play the audio. And I thought, well, that sounds super dangerous. So why don't I turn some of those into podcasts? And then when the spirit uh, allows us to, we will kind of dive into these a little bit deeper. So that's exactly what we're going to do today. I did a um, two or three minute video on Sunday talking about Avengers and linear storytelling. We're going to jump in a little bit deeper today with that. And then tomorrow, we're going to talk about the details coming out of Facebook today with the F8, which is their developers conference. And obviously, given what happened with Cambridge Analytica, there are a lot of questions that marketers are asking in and around that. So we will talk about that tomorrow. But for now, this is the Everything is Marketing podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. So over the weekend, Avengers Affinity War hit theaters, specifically on Thursday night, right around 7 o'clock. And as we are talking right now, it has crossed the $800 million mark worldwide, which is is huge, guys. It's huge for a couple reasons. Um, and one of the things that happened today on Twitter is that Star Wars and the president of Lucasfilms kind of handed the mantle over because The Force Awakens was dethroned this weekend because of Infinity War. And they put up a uh, very cool image of Rey handing a lightsaber over to Tony Stark as Iron Man and kind of passing the banner because um, that record was shattered. But more importantly, when you're talking about storytelling, what happened this weekend has never happened in the history of film. They took 10 years, 10 years to tell a story and pulled it off. Now, there will be no spoilers here. All I will tell you is that the movie is close to three hours long and is everything. If you are a fan of this movie and this franchise and this storytelling, it is everything that you're looking for in the film. And if you're not, don't turn this off because there are lessons to be learned about the idea of linear storytelling and how, how to figure out to go from the end back to the beginning and fill in all the gaps and make sure that you hit your ending and then rinse and repeat. And then there's three other things we're going to parse out that you can learn from all of the storytelling that you can put into your branding right now to tell better stories. And one of the things when you talk about content marketing, and you hear a lot of people using that phrase, content marketing, I'll use it a lot on uh, Thursday in Detroit and then next week in Flint, because this is where the juice is. And so a lot of people are using that phraseology and they don't really back it up with how you do that. They just say, oh, we do content marketing and then ta-da happened. And, and I'm not really interested in, in talking in abstract. I'm, I, I'm more interested in talking in how you can actually do this stuff 
and see results. But before we get there, I, I want to do some context as to how we got to this past weekend and $800 million over the past 10 years. So Marvel, as I said in the video, they didn't just start with Iron Man and say, hey, let's make a comic book movie. They, they had an entire plan laid out. We talk about this idea, and lots of people talk about this idea, as a content calendar. They had essentially a content calendar of what they were going to make over the next decade. And then this movie, it's broken into two pieces if you're not a super fan of the Marvel Universe. So it's Infinity War Part 1, and then Infinity War Part 2 will be next year. This movie uh, marks the end of this phase of Marvel and Disney and moves on to a next phase. So to do that, they did the following movies in this order. In phase one of this phase, they did Iron Man and then Iron Man 2 and then Thor, Captain America, the first Avenger, and then the original Avengers movie. They moved into phase two where they did Iron Man, Thor, the Dark World, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Guardians of the Galaxy, Age of Ultron, which is the next Avengers movie, and then Ant-Man, which moved us into the phase that we're currently in now. If you're a fan of storytelling, Shakespearean storytelling and the like, we are in Act 3. And Act 3 consists of Captain America Civil War, Doctor Strange, Guardians of the Galaxy 2, Spider-Man Homecoming, Thor Ragnarok, Black Panther, and then, of course, Avengers Affinity War. So 19 films over 10 years gets you to $800 million on Tuesday afternoon. Not bad right? But you've got to have patience to do that. You've got to have patience to tell that story. And then when you have all of that content, you have to have somebody figuring out how to organize all of it. So everybody's in when we get to this point, if you are telling the finale, if you're trying to shore up all of the storytelling, and this is to use, you know, sales and marketing terms, this is your conversion, how you're going to turn people into advocates for the next phase of the business, so to speak, you've got to have some way to pull it all together. They did it with a couple lines from Tony Stark, one of the characters, Iron Man in the Marvel movie, and Nick Fury, another character in the Marvel movie. And uh, the trailers would either use this phrase, uh, it is all led up to this, and that was their way to kind of bring everybody together no matter where you came from. Because there are plenty of people that saw the movie this weekend that did not watch all 19 movies. Downstairs, as I'm talking to you right now, there are four people from our team that's going to see the movie right now and uh, in whatever, like a half hour. And two of them have seen no Marvel movies. They just want to be a part of this thing. So it's all been leading up to this. If you're an Iron Man fan and you only watch the Iron Man movies, if you're a Captain America fan, if you've only watched those movies, if you got in at Winter Soldier and you're a Bucky Barnes fan, if you're a Guardians of the Galaxy fan, if you're a Doctor Strange fan, those are all entry points to get you to here. And they used a couple things in that. And one of them is this idea of interdependence. So each one of these movies you can enjoy on their own. You can enjoy them all as a 19-course meal, so to speak. Or you can have some sort of backstory and then jump into Infinity War and start with the next phase as we go on into the future. Because both Marvel and Star Wars, who both happen to be Disney properties, have plans forever to make movies. And so there's plenty of chances for the consumer to jump into this linear storytelling. But what happened this weekend is unprecedented. No other franchise has done 18 movies leading up to a 19th and 20th movie that tell the finale of these characters or the finale of this part of the story. And the quote that they used over and over and over again in the trailers leads us to the other thing that you can learn. So interdependent is the first thing. You have products in your line that people can either consume, buy, or use by themselves, but how can they use all of them together to make a bigger campaign, a better, um, let's use garage organization 
systems, right? Like you want to organize your garage, you can buy a shelving unit or you can put all these things together and organize your whole garage. We've got these elevators that go up and right. There are companies that do all of that sort of stuff. The idea of interdependence. There's probably a hundred things kicking around in your head depending on what you do as a hobby that you know, oh yeah, interdependence. I can buy these individual things or I can put them all together and make a completely different thing. I can make Avengers Infinity War. That leads to the second thing, which if you're a creative type, or a data-minded marketer, you know how to do this. It's optimizing the creative. There were more than four trailers used for the marketing of this film alone. And one of the things they used to tie it all together was the quote I was alluding to that uh, Nick Cage says, that the idea was to bring together a group of remarkable people and see if they could become something more. The movie Avengers Infinity War is kind of the the piece de resistance of the something more. But all four of these trailers peaked on a different emotion. They were not the same trailer. Gone are the days where movie companies are releasing, or most movie companies are releasing, a single trailer. They usually do teaser trailer, trailer one, trailer two. In this particular case, in the $180 million that Marvel invested to market this film, they used four different ones and used social and the sharing that happened on social that was near, I think, 2 million individual pieces of data as they shared pieces from the campaign, either Instagram photos, photos from the set, videos from the trailer, da-da-da-da-da-da, that they bought tickets. All that stuff led into how they would continue to market the trailers to the people that were going because they wanted the humor, the people that were going because they wanted Doctor Strange or Guardians of the Galaxy or Iron Man, or they wanted to see... Thanos, the main bad guy in the film, these were optimized to be delivered to the people that were in for Infinity War for these specific reasons. And of course, there was a general trailer to bring everybody who's kind of at the top of the funnel into the conversation about Infinity War. And then the last thing is that you can have a conversation about anticipation. One of the most fascinating things, I will say two of the most fascinating things I witnessed over the weekend was one, I was not the only person who checked out digitally on Friday to make sure that they made it to their Sunday viewing of the movie without having it spoiled. Because obviously we live in the age of the internet, spoilers are everywhere, and it's very hard with a movie like this for as big as it was to avoid spoilers. So you actually have, and I was not alone in this. In fact, I sat next to a guy on Sunday night who said the same thing. He hadn't checked anything because he wanted to enjoy this as a piece that was untouched by his eyes or anything that he read or whatever. So you have people that are changing their consumption of the internet to make sure that they can consume this piece of media. Now, that's high-level Jedi marketing because it's very rare that you would have something like that, which leads us to the other thing I witnessed on Sunday, is I cannot tell you the last time I sat in a movie where the final 40 minutes of the film, no one said a word and everyone was on the edge of their seat leaning into the theater um, trying to soak up every bit of the story. Look, it's going to be very hard for all of our brands to reach that high level because honestly, if we're being honest right now, a lot of us don't have the patience to do that. A lot of us don't have the patience to tell a 10-year story to have a finale. A lot of us wake up and go, I got I to gotta get a sale today, right? And I will often say the time to start messing around with new forms of marketing is not when you're in panic mode about making a sale today. The time to mess around with it is when everything is going swimmingly, right? If you're in the real estate market, you know, you sell homes or buy homes or any of that stuff. Right now, you're still in this boon where you're 
it's gangbusters, especially in this part of the country. So now is the time that I would be playing around with Snapchat filters or messing around with doing uh, renovations on a channel that I run on Pinterest or starting a YouTube blog. All of those things I do when the business is super healthy and I have the space to do that. If you're in panic mode, it is not the time to sit down and go, what's my 10-year plan for linear storytelling to make sure that in 10 years, this particular thing happens? That had to happen a long, long, long time ago. But one of the things that you can take away from that is this idea of anticipation. What is your audience waiting for to hear from you? What can't they wait for you to tell them? And then deliver that to them. Build up some anticipation and then deliver on that anticipation. And I don't mean clickbait. I don't mean doing things like never miss another uh, Valentine's Day today. Click here to find out how. I don't mean that. What I mean is how much equity have you built up with that customer that they cannot wait to hear from you? They get up every single day that you're putting content out and they can't wait to consume it. Right When they made the announcement that the Infinity War movie was coming out and they were moving it up from May into April, the people that wanted to be part of that first, as you call it, the innovators that want to be in the thing on night number one so they can talk about it with their friends, they couldn't get enough of the content that was being put out to the point that they, they didn't want it to be spoiled, but they wanted to watch the trailers. They wanted to see who was in the movie. They wanted to do some uh, thinking about what were the plot lines of the movie and what was good. Like, that is what you're looking for when you're telling a linear story. What can your brand do to build anticipation and then deliver on that anticipation? Because again, content marketing is all about delivering what they expect. The age of clickbait, and this is a year that you're going to hear a lot of conversation about what happens with content in a post-Cambridge Analytica world. And what happens to content in a post-Cambridge Analytica world, guys, is that content gets better. The noise goes down a little bit, and better content floats to the top. And so if you're somebody who's producing an amazing podcast, making an awesome set of videos about how to, uh, we're heading into summertime, how to repair pieces of your deck, when to know that you need a new deck, how you, you can install your own deck with this series of video that Lowe's puts out and walks you through the process of what you need to buy and how you need to do it, and you can do it all on your own. And guess what? If you go through that video series and then you do it on your own, you're going to put it on Instagram. You you may start your own blog about how easy it was to install your own deck all because they made that content. That is what we're talking about. When you hear people talking about in a post Cambridge Analytica world, what does content look like? It looks better guys, because the people who are making amazing content raise to the top easier because the noise is dimmed a little bit. And that's the stuff that gets me excited. And when you see things like Infinity War being a 10-year journey to do something that no one has done in the film industry and it pay dividends because you were able to do it, number one, the deftness that you need to do with storytelling is sublime. Make no bones about that. This is remarkable on so many levels. I could talk for hours and hours and hours about this. I won't, but I could. And two, it goes to show that good content finds an audience. So if you're listening to this and you've been watching the videos we've been doing since January and you're knocking away day in and day out making your content, there's going to be a time where one piece of content catches fire and you need to be ready to jump on that and A, make more content like it and B, be prepared to turn it into other things. This podcast that I'm doing 
right this very second comes out of a three minute video that I did on Sunday that I've been thinking about. I wanted to talk more about it, but I know that a video that goes longer than three minutes isn't something that people are going to consume. So I put my thoughts down in a podcast and see if there's an audience for that. And then I take what happened in this podcast and I turn it into a blog post. And now, again, as I talk about all the time, a single idea becomes multiple pieces of content. It was an Instagram post Sunday morning. It was a video on YouTube and Facebook on Sunday night. It is now a podcast on Tuesday afternoon and a blog post on Wednesday morning. That's one idea, four pieces of content on seven different platforms. And that's how you do that. Now, right now, I am not doing any sort of linear storytelling. This is not telling a larger tale as much as it is kind of capturing moments in marketing and moments in pop culture and the zeitgeist and boiling it down into something that you guys can find useful. But you have a brand and that brand has a story to tell. And we are in the era of questions. Your customer has questions and you've got to intercept them before they even know they have the questions with the answers that they're looking for. And you do that by making and continuing to make compelling content day in and day out. And 10 years from now, your business will be better off for it. I promise you. As always, thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you dig it on iTunes, make sure you give it a review so more people can check it out. And this is the Everything is Marketing Podcast.